Okay, so this is episode eight. We've got local Liverpool actor Kent Riley on. Thanks for coming on, Kent. My pleasure, boys. What a lovely cup of tea, by the way. <laughs> it's a, a turmeric and orange. <laughs> not, not no normal cup. Is it to wake you up, is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically, Kent, we've got you on, obviously, Liverpool lad, actor. Um, I've watched you in Good Cop. That was the first thing I ever seen you in. To be fair, I loved Good Cop. So we just want to know a bit more about you. So a uh, little bit on your background, how you got into acting, and uh, what made you get into it. It's different, different line of questioning. Is it's normally the fuzzy questions when I'm doing. <laughs> so it's nice to do something a little bit different. But um, well, to be honest, I've got a family member by the name of Stephen Walters, who is also obviously Liverpool Liverpool actor. You will have seen him in, he's done, you know, he's done loads of stuff. Yeah. Um, trying to think of the things you'd know him off. Mean Machine, 51st State. Oh, yeah. um, Buried, which was that Channel 4 drama about the, the prison. Yeah. There's loads, he's done Outlander, he's done loads, he's done loads of stuff. He was in Good Cop as well. Oh, yeah. No, sorry. Oh, yeah, he was in Good Cop. He was, he was. <laughs> I was going to say it meant Little Boy Blue, but he was in Little Boy Blue as well. Yeah. So he's done loads of stuff. But I think what happened was when I was about 10 or 11, um, he'd been doing stuff. He'd been in Brookside for a little bit and then he'd been doing other bits. He'd done it a, a film called Blood on the Dole. I don't know whether you, you remember that. It was like yeah. late, mid-90s, don't know. Anyway, so he'd come to ours quite frequently. And I'd hear him just telling stories and whatnot about, you know, being on, on set. And I don't know, I don't know whether, there, I wasn't I wasn't like massively woke, but there was an intrigue there for me to be like, oh, what's this about? Um, I think I'd always been quite extrovert anyway since I was a kid, so I was always kind of, you know, I, I didn't really, you know, I wasn't really fussed on, you know, not making a show of myself, but just kind of yeah. not, not being, basically, and, and um, you know, I, I get up, you know, in, in school, so I think that intrigue then become like it was an opportunity just in school I was just doing like little plays and like they'd be like who wants to play Je Je uh, Jesus and I was like I'll, <laughs> I'll go on the cross <laughs> no I did actually but basically it went it led from there and, and then there was a, a, um, a casting for a just an amateur version of Oliver and um, witness um, or well, that's where the performance was going to be, and my mum and dad were away on holiday at the time, and it was me and my mate who kind of being good, you know, doing a bit of you know performing and singing. His his mum said, "My mum and dad were away. Do you just want to go to this audition?" Um, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll do that." So me and him went. His mum yeah. took us, um, and as I said, that was a, an amateur version. I ended up playing the awful Dodger, and he was playing Oliver. Oh, yeah. So, that. From there, we went to do the National Youth Music Theatre. And, like, the, 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 the big show that year was Bugsy. So, we bowled in. And when I think back now, it's a it was a boss moment because it was well, it, not we weren't meant to be there, but we walked in and it was like the first audition was in Manchester. And you'd have people in the little them little shiny, like almost like bin bag kecks, like sweatpants, yeah. like, <laughs> like 
on and stuff like that. And and <laughs> it, it, we, the pair of us, we were like, we're just, you know, we're just, we like, you know, doing a bit of singing. I could sing at the time. I'm not that yeah. great no more. <laughs> <laughs> um, bit of acting, you know, that was it. That was us. So we went in and we got through the the, the first round and, and then we had to go to London for like a recall. And then the London one was even worse. So you were looking around going, these are like all proper, like, these are all performers. Yeah. And then, long story short, I ended up being Bugsy in Bugsy Malone. Wow. And my mate we had done another show, I think called War Child. So we both ended up in, in the National Music. And it, and as I say, when you think back, it's like if I hear any story like that now about someone from Liverpool just going, I do, you know, it's not. It's not. It's not often. I mean, yeah. there was people, other scouts in it actually in in from, but they'd already had a background. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It was Imagine literally all like them pretentious yeah. suddeners being who the fuck are these <laughs> two scouts coming in? No doubt. There's no doubt about it. I think it was more though. When I think back now, and I can't really recall it, you know, that vivid. But I think it was more from parents, really. Yeah. When I think back, like, like school from like the age of two, three. You know yeah. What I mean? So then thinking. The fuck's this? Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gen- genuinely, 100%, definitely, definitely yeah. yeah. But I do think when the, within the National Music Theatre, I actually think the people who ran it actually liked that there was th- this kind of, you know, different kind of set of people, group of people. As I said, although the, the, you know there was, I think there was, well, that two other he's there. Is that the yeah, 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 yeah. Two other um, scouts in in Bugsy Malone. You might actually know one of them. Um, he's a stunt now, Paul Lowe. Paul well, Lowe. Maybe worth speaking to him, by the way. That This might be another one further down the line. Yeah. So Paul Lowe. No, honestly, so Paul yeah. Lowe is, was in Bugsy with me. Yeah. He's only, he's only always been, obviously, dead short. Yeah. But what he'd done was he'd, um, since then, obviously, he's done, he's done bits of acting and whatnot, but he'd become, like, fully trained stuntman. He's done absolutely all sorts of wow. films where he's done for like you know like kids and stuff like that. So you'll probably recognise him as well. You yeah, definitely. Um, so he was one of them, and I do think there was a kind of little influx of people that like just had raw like ability as opposed to like this kind of trained methodical kind of. Yeah. yeah. Almost, almost to a certain degree. I think there's a lot of them that, you know, the people that, that go down that route. There's nothing kind of, and we'll touch upon this in a bit, is is not an instinctive about the performance. It's all like painting by numbers almost, you know what I mean? And, and I don't think there's any kind of anything interesting about watching someone who's kind of going through certain kind of processes to do a performance. Do you know what I mean? That's all, yeah. Dead robotic. So, so basically, I ended up in that. Then I was, you know, a little bit more, kind of a little bit more old, bit more, a little bit more experience being on stage and whatnot, and a bit more confidence as well. So I said, I want to go and do an audition for Oliver on the London Palladium. Wow. So we done that. Got to the recall. They rang me dad, said we need to stay again and do another recall the next day. So we found somewhere we were staying in London overnight. Um, and then found out I was I was playing the awful dodger in in the, oh, the wow. London for me back then I just smashed it because, yeah. because because that was like in our little in, in my mind of doing these shows like this was this this was just the start for me I hadn't even thought about you know doing telly or anything I was doing shows and like 
hearing about knowing Oliver was on the London Palladium, it was like, you, I think I already understood this. Like, I can't get any better than that right now. I can't do anything than Oliver on the Palladium. In my little, you know, in my mind of just doing shows. So I was like, I've, I've smashed it. So I had three months in London doing that back and forward. Um, because your licensing days is only so many days, you can't you can't work right the way throughout. So you literally do a week on and a week off. Yeah. So um, I done that, and then in in one of the shows, an agent from LA was just on vacation. She was just on holiday, and was watching Oliver and come backstage afterwards. I was like, I want to speak to him. I want to speak to him. Um, obviously the people who were there, like chaperones, and that, had to kind of you know. Vetted and were like, is this? Yeah. Is this like? Um, thankfully, it was. So we got all the details and we went over to um, America. I think three times, just different rounds of castings, meetings, and whatever. And I ended up doing like a, te- a TV sh- uh, film for CBS um, in Canada. And that was, I think, it was what 13, 14. Wow. And then it just kind of then snowball from there in terms yeah. of you know. I was in. I was in then. Do you know what I mean? That was it. That was. This is me. This is kind of what what I was doing. So, and then I just kind of you know got an agent over here, started to finish my studies. Went and done a me done a degree. Obviously, I went to study in Lippa. Um, and then, yeah, that, that, that find myself here doing, you know, doing this. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting. You've just said that you've done a degree. Um, me and Tom were into acting when. I, I don't mind from the age of like five to 16, what age was you when you got into acting? About 13. Yeah. And we applied for Edgillino University. Yeah, yeah. Both got in. But then we found out it was 70% writing. And I'm not, I can't really sit there and write, do you know what I mean? It's not, it doesn't interest me. I get to you like fidgety and that. Like, did that have, did that come into your mind? Did you have to do any writing and or stuff like that? Because 70% of writing when from a young age, I was just used to getting up on stage. Like, well, when you, that, when you said that, I was like, "What? What are you getting out of writing?" Yeah, like yeah. You know what I mean? No, I think it was. I think it was, and I don't want to fe- seem to be. You know, I think drama school in general is is a good device in terms of kind of hone and skills, so to speak. Mm. Certainly in Lippa, I do think it was. It was more. It was more geared towards performance as well. There wasn't. You know, there wasn't loads of writing. Yeah. I didn't do loads anyway. I probably probably <laughs> was. Didn't do. <laughs> no, but I think that I think the main thing I've come and took away from. I know this sounds a little bit bad as well, and it's not. It's not meant to be in any way kind of like disparaging. But is the main thing I took away from drama school is that you can't be taught how to act. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah, simple as. Do you know what I mean? Like if someone went in there and you've got limited kind of ability acting you're probably leaving with the same amount of ability acting. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like, there's obviously touching base on certain, you know, certain techniques, you know, uh, Stanislavski and, you know, yeah. Myers. All, all we touched all upon, you know, all of them, but I just don't think if it's... I know it sounds dead cliche, but when they say, you know, if you've got it, you've got it. If, if, if it is something that you've got, then yeah. obviously all benefit you, you know, really kind of to no end. But if you haven't really got that kind of, and I don't know what it is, I don't know whether it's, I don't, I don't know because I, I, I talk all the time about, and I go off on a tangent here, but I talk all the time about believing, just believing actors and you're watching them. Yeah, that's for me. That's it. That's it. That's all that I, that's all that I want to see is just 
I might believe in what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I come up with like a mad little like technique of like if you're unsure, firstly, if you're unsure about a performance, it's probably not good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I don't know whether he's don't know whether it's probably not, but most people as well, this is funny, you are both related to this, and I was saying this yesterday to some lad. Most people, and it's not this isn't patronizing, but but I just think a lot of people, most people who just tune in to watch the telly, they're not as asked as, as people who've done acting or who, yeah. act, who are actors of performance. Yeah. But most people obviously they're just watching as an escape, you know, you're just watching a TV program just as an escape from you know your day. Yeah. So you're not critiquing it going, well, sure, that was that that was that good. Yeah. But people See, as you say, you prepare you on acting. You just watch something and go, not sure about that, that way, great. Yeah. But if people are unsure, I always say this, mute the telly, mute it, and just watch mannerisms, because a lot yeah. of acting are acted, so you can tell people, like, overdoing little things. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes their voice will trick you, they're thinking, oh, no, it's not that. They're just muted and you'll see people like yeah. overacting out here and them. And you can do it the other way as well. You can close your eyes and listen. <laughs> yeah, and listen, yeah, listen. yeah. It's funny you saying that because we, we uh, studied film studies as well, Yeah, we? we did, yeah. And it was a long period of time. I couldn't watch a film <laughs> yeah. without dissecting it. Yeah. That's it, that's it. Well, I think you do that anyways. You know, as you say, you've got an interest in, in that, you know, in this genre of, you know, you know the, the business, you know, as they say, whether it be films or even just stages, whatever, you will go into it with a kind of a more of a, you know, uh, as I say, uh, analytical eye, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. I do it all the time. I'll go with that. The Amiga Bear goes, oh, just watch the film. <laughs> <laughs> how did um, how did Hollyoaks come about then? Because obviously a lot of people who are going to be listening and watching this will know you from Hollyoaks. You were in it for about five years, weren't you? So, how yeah, did you get yeah, into that? Yeah, so, um, I had done a bit on football as well as while I was doing while I was in Lippa. I was football as well as by the way. <laughs> Love that show. Yeah. So what happened was I got down to like me and another lad for like this this part. It was supposed to be like the new like Colleen and, and Wayne Rooney characters. It was literally down to me and another lad. <clears throat> and he just left drama school and I was still studying. It may have been a bit of a cop up, but they were like, look, we know that you're still in drama school. He just left it. You know, it's more of like the opportunity of like he's left. And it's like, he said, really, in terms of us, we couldn't really decide. Yeah. But the fact that he's left, he's now on the journey of like work, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And whatever. So I'll be honest, <laughs> in my naivety, I was like, I was emailing the producer. I don't know how I got the producer's um email address but I somehow got it so I was emailing the producer like when it was kind of still you know still up in the air saying look you know blah 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 just just let us know you know I'm not you know obviously I understood you know I understand now these are a little bit these decisions take a little bit more time and there's a few people who have their say so he was like you know I think he understood my frustration I was a young lad and you know and I'd been back and forward and whatever and he was like you know we we're still discussing. Anyway, when he said, "Look, it's not it's it, for this reason," blah blah blah, I was like, "All oh, right, sound fair enough, fair play." But well, about a week later, he rang me and he was like, "Look, with what happened, you know, we, we're well aware that not that we'd messed you about, but it's a bit shit." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, what we've done is we want to make sure that there's like a part in it for you. So, blah blah blah. So I ended up playing. Basically, I'd bumped into the girl who was playing. Ended up playing the Colleen type character, the younger, 
um, on the train she was from Liverpool on the way to the audition. So me and her was re- were reading the, the scenes. So when we went in, we kind of you know we knew each other. We were perfect. That 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 was for obviously that. So um, I ended up playing her brother in the end for one of the episodes. So we knew each other. It was good and whatever. But then once footballers was finished, the producer then become the head producer on Hollyoaks. So I'd been away. We'd been we'd been. Me and my bird had been to LA just on holiday, and I had a phone call saying, "Oh, do you want to do a, a you know, I've got an audition for for Hollyoaks, blah blah blah. You're going to be meeting with Sean O'Connor, and such." And I was like, "Oh, that's the fella. That's the fella from Footballers' Wives. Oh, sound. That's good. So he's there now. Do you know what I mean? So already, and it, it's obviously the whole thing of you know people in the industry saying, "No, it's not what you know to you know, blah blah blah." I actually think it's what you know about who you know. It's probably yeah. 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 <laughs> that helps. Yeah. yeah, no, but no, but it was, I was like, oh, well, it's always, no, I think it's always beneficial to have had some sort of working relationship with them before and know, know of them, you know what I mean? And yeah. it was just for the audition, it was positive to go in and be like, oh, hello, you know, how are we? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, and then I think I was one of the last to audition for the part. And then um, that was it. Like a, a week, probably a week later, I'd found out I've got it. But don't know whether you know this. What happened was that stint, the him being producer, was only quite short. I don't know whether there was politics going on, and he, he, he didn't hang round. It was him and another woman who didn't hang round. Um, and the people who who they brought in, I think there was maybe five or six people. Whoever was coming in were like, no, we'll, we'll, we'll move them on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I left. I'd been in there for about six months and left for about a year. Yeah, so I'd, I'd had a six-month stint and then they were like, oh, no, you know, whatever. So I'd left for a year. And then someone else come in and they were like to the writers, look, who, who's, you know, what, what characters? And they were like, oh, no, this, 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 that character was really good, but it didn't, you know, they didn't seem to, you know, I think there was all sorts going on at the time. You know, things that I will never, you know, probably understand or know about. But we were like, but there was these characters and there was a couple that we really liked writing for. They were cool and, you know, it was good stuff. So so we went, well, we'll, 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 we'll get back. So when I come back, initially my name was Zach Barnes. And then I was off for a year and I come back and I changed my name to Zach Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> I should do. Yeah. Only in <laughs> So another thing that that you was in was Little Boy Blue, and obviously everyone remembers what happened to to Reece Jones and that, and no one I don't think will ever forget that. So when you got obviously asked to be on Little Boy Blue and the story behind it and what it was about and that, how did you feel going for that and you know the significance behind it? Well, I knew about it, the actual thing, you know, in 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 a production or pre-production really i think it was still getting written when i was doing silla because it was the same uh, same writer same director and same producers um that worked on that so i was kind of given a heads up on that um i'd initially been kind of earmarked for another character but the way it worked out it was a little bit um it was a little bit older the, yeah. the character that was the end of, the character ended up being played by my cousin, who they mentioned initially, oh, yeah. by my cousin, yeah, uh, who is older. Um, <laughs> so, 
no, I think playing, be, being involved in anything like that, I think it was it was imperative. I think that, and, and you know, the, the, everyone involved in it, I knew that you know they they, they had the, you know the interest of you know telling the story and getting it right and and make you know sending a message really in terms of because that was initially my my kind of not apprehension but like my question was and I asked the producer I was like what's what's the when you make a show you obviously there's a certain kind of element of what you what you get from it mm. and I was like what's the what's the the the, the goal with with little boy blue because it's such a sensitive subject yeah, yeah. You know what? What? What's the goal in telling the story? And he was like, "Look, it's still a, it's still a massive issue. You know, gang-related incidents. You know what I mean? And it's probably off the top of your head is is one of the biggest ones where you know this this gang violence, so to speak, has you know has had a, an impact on you know a, a, an outsider that you know yeah. that's the worst type of impact you can have is you've lost you know you've lost obviously a young a young kid, a young lad who, you know, had nothing to do with anything. So <clears throat> I think that, that that was the understanding of, and I think they'd done that brilliantly when obviously yeah. watching it, was a message that this is still a thing, this is still happening all the time. Yeah. And I think the other message is how, and I guess it probably doesn't happen in all, in, in all kind of different, you know, different areas, is how kind of, the community and the police kind of banded together to go. No, we're not having. Yeah, yeah. We're not having. We're not having people getting, you know, getting away with this. And you know, we know, it, you know, we want to make sure that it's, 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 you know, it's it, they're, they're punished basically. So, um, yeah. When I got asked to be in it, I think it's just one of them. You, you know, you just want to do the, the story itself justice, so to speak. Definitely. And just make sure that it's 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 kind of what you know Mel and Steve would kind of want to be portrayed. Yeah, hundred you know? yeah, yeah, percent. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was it was it was. I was going to say it was good. It was good in a sense of I was pleased to be involved in something that was telling that mm. story. But it, I don't think it was it wasn't much fun in terms of. Well, yeah, yeah. I bit as well, do you know what I mean? And I played the, the, the Steve Colgan, which was his coach. So I, I, I actually done the scenes where you're I'm, I'm, at the house and that. Yeah, it's uh, home, doesn't it? Like, yeah. wow, this actually happened. Like, well, that's it. That's that. That was the main thing. And you know, I kept saying to the director because you, you, you're conscious as obviously an actor and performance is doing stuff right that would maybe fit with what happened. Yeah, and I. Doing them scenes, I was like, they, do, do you know the way you, the, 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 the first thing as an actor is like the emotion of like, oh, is this like, is this, is this pitched enough? Is like, is it, is it, is it enough? Yeah. And the main thing I was saying is, I, and he was like, no, no, definitely not. I was like, would, he wouldn't be crying. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, because it's like, it's literally just panic stations. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, I wasn't even in the mindset like of, you know, thinking, I was worried, like, would he still, would he already be upset? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, and I was, and I was like, no, because it's literally. And he was like, yeah, no, that's that. This is that's how we do. It's like that's it. Just yeah. it's panic. We don't panic know what you don't want to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But even thinking, having to think about that type of scenario for me, I was like, oh wow, this is. Uh, yeah. But um, overall, yeah, I, 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 you know, I was really, 
I was really pleased to be, you know, to be involved in it just for, you know, the the, the honour of telling the story and, and being able to do, you know, as I say, do it. It was brilliantly done. Like, oh, it was, yeah. It, it was done really yeah, well. it was. Because I, I was afraid, like, when I heard of it, is it going to be a bit, like, dark? Yeah. And, oh, God, this shouldn't really be yeah. getting aired. But yeah. it was really good. Oh, it was brilliant. Yeah, oh. it was. There was times where it was really kind of, I don't think it was an easy watch, but I don't think it was meant to be. No, yeah, think, exactly, yeah. You know, it was meant to be like, oh, but then like, because it was so, so kind of, you know, jolting or, you know, you, you're like, well, I've got to, we've got to see the, how that, you know, not how it ends, because they kind of think everyone knew, but yeah, like, we've got to see that how they got there and what, you know, yeah, what, what yeah. kind of app, yeah. you know, to get them. So, um, no, that, that, you know, that was, it's not a highlight in that sense, but it was just yeah. for being involved. For me, involved. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Obviously, with everything that's gone on the past year or so, was there anything that you had in the pipeline that's been taken away from you? Have you got anything that's now? Yeah, well, there's a few. There was yeah. a few things that kind of. Well, there's one thing that that's that's still up in the air. I don't know whether it's it's gonna. I think they they wanted to start filming it kind of May, but I I don't know, but um. I'd finished filming something just before the first lockdown. Mm. Um, I, I, someone spoke to uh, someone who I know who I've met who knows about it. Said I've seen one of the the, the the trailers, so it must be due out soon. Yeah. Uh, is called Intergalactic. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I done I done that just before lockdown, and then I believe there was maybe one one episode they needed to film, or maybe one and a half episodes, and they had to just stop because of what had happened so he ended up filming getting it done probably last maybe last september i think um and so that's all i think that's all done that's all ready to go but I, I, as i said I, someone had said they'd seen a trailer i haven't seen a trailer but apparently it's it's due out that was that was really cool oh that was a boss little that was a boss gig yeah that was good um just because it was something different when i read the script i was like so it's literally like high drama, but in space. Space, yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, I, I like stuff like that. I've always been kind of, you know, really receptive to just different, like, kind of mad stuff. As long as it's, as long as, as we said, as long as it's done well and interesting. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And it was, it was cool. Everything was cool. That was cool. I won't tell you too much about it because I don't know what's been. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that was a, that was a good little that was a good little it's a good little thing to do. So I enjoyed that. Say with all that's happened, it's just kind of seems to halt with a load of different things. Like I've had really good. But the other mad thing about all this is that I don't remember the last time, but it's been obviously over a year now. I had a proper audition where I've gone into a room and sat with people. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I think there's been a where they have I've, I've spoke to people who have had you know maybe a recall where they've done it but it's just not at the minute it's just not something that they seem to be doing often do you know what I mean um self tapes I don't mind it, it there's 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 like two sides to it really there's the self tape obviously you get you the luxury of time to look back critique it do something different do it again do you know what I mean yeah. but then you could be going off on a tangent that's nothing like that after, do you know what I mean? Because you've not got the overanalyzing it sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. But you're also not got the luxury of just having a conversation and them saying to you, right, okay, yeah, do that, but try and do this, you know, maybe do this time. You don't get that. So it's like 
you kind of have to go with your instinct. But as I say, I mean, the, the, the good thing about it is that you, you've literally got the, the luxury of time to just adjust and, and, you know, as I say, critique it, watch your back, maybe yeah, yeah. own something. But, um, and I don't mind, I don't mind doing the self-tapes. I think the frustration thing is at the minute, and this is something that I see on social media all the time, is I feel like it's a bit of a fallacy. I don't think it's, I don't think it is what they, they make out, but a lot of casting directors make out, you know, we we really want to let you know anyone know if you know if they've if auditioned for us we want to just let them know what you know if it's yet or no you know blah 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 that doesn't happen yeah. doesn't, doesn't happen yeah. but that'll lead me on to and I, I mean that's just a, a, a minor gripe but that will lead me on to the, the the frustration at the minute with social media because it's absolutely gone mad. yeah I genuinely mean this, you know. I would, I would happily see it banned so everyone can go back to acting normal. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is all fake, isn't it? Fake lives, yeah. yeah. Fake lives. And like people pandering to stuff, like I call them the IKEA brigade. So literally, there's a load of people on social media that'll see something that's that's trending, whether it be I don't what whatever it is, and like jump on it and like be like this. Yeah, that this is I'm about this. This is and it's like you're not asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not asked. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a flippant way, like people don't care about things. But the whole thing of like someone pretending like that they really are asked about this particular subject when it's got really no Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent or their day. It's like you're not you're just doing this because you think if I put myself in this bracket of like someone that's you know for or for whatever it may be. Yeah. It's like you're like you're inclusive of this group that everyone's like, oh well in use of the good guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that crazy. Is, it's sad, it's I think. Like what? we're quite private really, aren't we, with our lives. And then we yeah. see others who we know haven't got that perfect life, but they post it like they have, do you know what I mean? And you're just like, just be yourself. Jeez, you don't yeah. need to post and do whatever you like but say. The worst, I mean this and we don't want to go into a, a kind of a psychoanalysis of the, the, the popular <laughs> But the worst thing is, is they're only making it worse. They're yeah. making their, in 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 essence, they're making whatever their experiences in life. They're making it worse because they're having to now try and kind of maintain that, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. But it's not they're not even keeping up with the Joneses. They're trying to keep up with themselves in what they've kind of made as their perception yeah, on what's their bar. Yeah, <laughs> you almost forget what they're trying to keep up with. Yeah. <laughs> Stick yeah. up for themselves. I'm like, hang on a minute. Last week you were all for that. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's that's exactly what I was talking about as well. So you'll see people flip flop from things because they think, oh, like, well, last week I was I was championing this. Yeah. But now I've got, like, well, that doesn't really. They don't really. You they contradict. <laughs> they can't be. Can't be. You know, thinking in both. That's not. Doesn't yeah. work. That's how it happens all the time. That's that's exactly that's what's up. my brain thinking about it. <laughs> but that's exactly what social media is. That's it. it. Is, yeah. That's poison. You know what I mean? So there's there's two topics we've got left. So one of them is um, as I said at the start, I absolutely loved Good Cop. Um, mm-hmm. what like I'm a massive fan of Warren Brown. So when I found out he was doing like a, a drama in Liverpool, I was instantly ready to watch it. And I ended up buying the DVD and watching it God knows how many times. <laughs> How did that come about for you, good cop? And, you know, I remember it was at a time where a police officer got murdered and I'm sure it got delayed for a couple of weeks as well, if I'm not mistaken. It did, it did yeah, it did. Um, it was the, I think it was the two, was it the two women? Was yeah. it the Dale? I might be wrong there, but yeah, I think... The Manchester one, right. I think, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. It did get delayed, you're right. Um, but, no, that was, again, I'd heard about 
good cop. It had another name originally. Um, and I'd heard about it through someone and my agent. So my agent said, oh, we're trying to get you this. And someone else would message me saying, oh, there's this thing going on in Liverpool. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm on it. So I thought, I'd found out who the casting director was. Now I know, you know, on the, on the, on the official route, you're not really supposed to be getting in touch with casting directors. That's your agent's job, blah, blah, blah. But I felt like at this point where I was in my career, like I'd done, I'd just finished, I think I'd finished Hollyoaks maybe two years before. Or had a little bit of work, but I was like, no, I want to, want to, you know, I need to kind of be out there myself. Do you know what I mean? Because it was a Liverpool project as well. I was like, there's no way I can't not be seen. Do you know what I mean? So I was like, I'll just reach out to them. I know my agent's done it, but I'll just say, listen, I'm trying to get this casting. No, let, let, let's get seen. So I'd emailed the, the casting director and he was really kind of, he was receptive. He was like, oh yeah, cool, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm aware of you, you know, thankfully. Um, so he got me in. So when I went in, he, he got me to read for another character that I didn't end up playing. But I was like, why aren't I reading for the main fella? Yeah. Why aren't I reading? I said, I went, so I went in. And I guess probably outside of Hollyoaks, this was my first time. I was like, ah, yeah, this is what happens. This is what happens. Yeah. So I was like, oh, can I read for him? And he was like, no, no, it's already being cast. So I think what I'd found out is that Warren um, obviously had worked with the, the director before. Yeah. On, um, Luther. Yeah. So... They kind of obviously they've been. Uh, you don't obviously. I, I I was hearing about it late. Obviously, the project was in you know in place well before, and obviously Warren had basically been you know earmarked and and, and got the gig. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, ah, yeah, of course. You know, it's one of them. You know, and that's not something Warren's boss. You know, I, yeah, I've yeah. known Warren. He's in Hollyoaks very briefly with yeah, me. So, was, yeah. You know what I mean? But um, so I was like, ah, okay, fair enough. So um, I'd read for another part, and then he got me back and was like. I don't, we don't really know if you're right for this part, but can can you do, you know, read for this one? So again, it was just one of them kind of back and forwards, but um, that was fun actually. That was a really good little, you know, little gig. And I'm, what what was funny about it is it was only the other day I was with <clears throat> a lad who was in Hollyoaks with uh, Alex Carter. I bumped into him in town. We just walked around. He's having a coffee in town. Obviously, didn't know where to go and sit in. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we ended up down one of the roads that one of the film the scenes was filmed where it, it, um, Warren's chasing me, I and mean, I was laughing. I was like, "It's funny because we've done it about four or five times." Yeah. And you, the way, just the way productions are—I don't mean them in ways like they, you know they, they, they've got no kind of, you know, um, what's the word? A consideration for like. You know, health and safety, but it was like we'd done it five times and we were both absolutely blown out of our life. <laughs> and they were like, like, let's go again. We were like, I've just done 500 meter runs. No, <laughs> it was literally 500 meter sprints. <laughs> no, it was. That's what it was. We had to go, I was going back and for right six to go again. I was like, wow. I was looking at what it was like, <laughs> have a flashback to sports days. <laughs> <laughs> So we ended up down that road. I was like to Alex because Alex is a good mate of Warren's as well. Alex Carthy was like, I was like, yeah, me and Warren were absolutely pelting it down here. <laughs> All black. All right, go again, go again. <laughs> um, but no, that was a boss one. That was a boss one. That, that was I enjoyed that. And and I think it 
kind of frustratingly, I thought that it was set up well for another series. Yeah, because he went into like the the Crosby Beach, didn't he? Like into the water and that just screamed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I I thought it was going to get commissioned for the second series. To be fair, as you said, it was kind of set up for one. Mm-hmm. But no, didn't 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 happen. But that's similar happened to me with um, I done brief encounters, which was kind of the like the 80s kind of started the Ann Summers parties um, that I'd done that in Sheffield and we had a really really good time with that and, and even the response was really good and early on in the in like the kind of the the series my agent rang me and was like look they're buzzing with it you know they're just just kind of letting you know that they're going to be doing like they're going to they're gonna want to do another series and I was like oh yeah sounds you know that's yeah. good and and then I think what happened was scheduling and stuff like that they couldn't get all the cast back for a certain for a certain period but they had to have it confirmed by a certain period that they were going to be filmed. and it just didn't just didn't happen didn't I just say that though because not being in that industry and you don't think of that no no yeah I just think why the fuck haven't they done why it <laughs> Well, that, what I do think that was more exactly what I've just said is just like literally they couldn't. They wanted to obviously get another another series done, but they wanted it out by the same time the next year, the following year. Yeah. So there wasn't that big massive. So to get that out by then, they needed a filming by then. Yeah. But that, that that there wasn't. I don't think there was maybe one or two that weren't available. Yeah. In that period, and it was like, well, it's no, it's no point in trying to do it. Really, but. You know, so I think that's what happened. But as you say, it is. But I think that's the, what you just said there. I do think the majority of people, not that they should care, they shouldn't be asked, why would they be? But I think they don't understand even the process of being involved in something and getting a job in, in something, you know, what I mean? like the kind of, you know, the, the, sometimes the politics that, as I said, you know, out of my hands and, you know, it'll always be that way. Um, but just stuff like, not getting something because they've decided that the look is maybe a little bit different to what someone's, you know, envisioned. Do you know what I mean? Like I know, I know full well, a thousand percent I've done castings where I know no one else has had, had done a better casting. Like there's no way, yeah. you know what I mean? It may, good, it may be good and that's fine. You know, fair enough. Yeah. What I'm saying is ones where you just go, that's mental. Yeah. That's yeah. mental. Do you know what I mean? Me, but you don't think of that, do you? Nah, no, no. Like us, like just thinking set in stone. Yeah, yeah. Normal Joe Bloggs would not think <laughs> yeah. that. Like. Yeah, But I'm saying, and I guess that a lot of people wouldn't. There's no reason for them to think. Oh no, yeah. That. But I think because and, and it's not you know it's not looking for sympathy, but it's just it's it's graft. Do you know what I mean? It is it is graft. Yeah, it is a hard. Game. You know what I mean? So, um. But I think you've and the, the main thing is always I've I've always been like. And I don't know whether it's just come from kind of early, maybe me dad, not not in any way kind of like drilling at home, but always wanted me to make sure that I was prepared, you know, you know, to go in. I was like, yeah, and I, I never, I never resisted. I was always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, like, I can't go into an audition unless I know it off, like off, off, yeah. off book. Yeah, I can't because I don't feel like I can do any type of performance. Yeah, I don't know. And I see people all the time, and it's not, again, it might work for them. Yeah, they may not. But going in with like still the pages, and I just don't. I can't. It doesn't. Yeah. I can't do that. For, it doesn't yeah. work for yeah. me. I mean, 
Um, and even like self tapes and that, just making sure that everything's right. Yeah, do, it. do you know what I mean? Because yeah, you get you'll get a breakdown, and it will say on it, "Please make sure that the actor films it in um, like landscape." Um, please make sure that it's in against a, a dark background. Please make it. So the only thing I can assume is that people aren't thinking of these things. Now, obviously, yeah. if you never, no, but if you've never known it, that's fair enough. Yeah. But most people should have done a self-tape before. Do you know what I mean? Or at least one or two to go, right, it needs to be this, this, and this. Yeah. But most, most people just must be throwing anything up and, you know, sending yeah. it. Yeah. 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 I mean, go back around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So at the start, you mentioned the, the footy. Obviously, that's a topic yeah. that you're always speaking about. I'm a red. Yeah, I'm a blue, yeah. Tom's a blue. And I know you're... It's you, a nice... You're... <laughs> it's an interesting little little dynamic there, then. It yeah, be exactly, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So, obviously, we're going to talk on two things. Obviously, one, the news this week with Everton is getting the, the ground. Um, they got permission for that. So, what do you think of that for the City, really? Obviously, as, as a Liverpool fan? Well, I mean... Firstly, there's, it's funny when I see on Twitter when people go, ah, the Reds' heads have fell off, blah, 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 about the ground. Like, literally, not I'm not asked. I am asked. I do think it's going to be good for the city. And it was an absolute, and it is an absolute necessity for Everton. Like, yeah, it, it, it's, it's needed that they get the ground. So, you know, all in all, it's and I'll be just intrigued to see. I, I love when, like, new grounds get built. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I... Just after the Emirates was done, I went away to to, to Arsenal, and I actually, madly enough, I wasn't really into the ground because it, it didn't it felt like dead sanitised. It didn't feel like yeah, they're like, corporate, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I was like really keen to get there. Be like, oh yeah, and it'll be exactly the same. For, yeah, percent yeah, I'd be like, oh yeah, it's a new ground. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that said, and I don't, and I'm not being in any way, you know, kind of. I think it's just because of what happened with us. I'm still like a little bit like, is it definitely gonna happen? Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, much back not, not in a way of not in a way of oh, we hope it doesn't happen. Like, I'm not asked. You know, if it does, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good for the city. But like, just because of what happened with us when we had Hicks and Gillette, you know, Everton by all intents and purposes, we had Everton in place like Everton did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been, yeah. We couldn't get right. Yeah. So it, it's still a case of is it. Is it definitely going to happen? It's By all accounts, going to With yeah. the hard hats and high yeah. hisses, <laughs> with the little hammers building it. Yeah. I'm not going to believe it's yeah. happening. And I guess that's probably the best way. And I think, you know, I, by all accounts, you sound like just a level-headed kind of blue where you're like, you know, I, I think you've got to be like that because of, of as I said, what, what's happened in the past. Yeah, I don't think your owners, are, you know, Machiri's definitely a different different type of owner than we had in Hicks and Gillette when they, they literally were absolutely had our kecks down. Yeah, but, yeah. but I do think, you know, with the climate we're in financially, I, I, you know, it is, that's my only reservation is like, oh, to get everything they need to get it all yeah. built, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's the only thing. But, you know, hopefully it does. And I mean that absolutely wholeheartedly, hopefully it does. It's, yeah. just, it's, good. it's good for the city, do you know like what all, I mean? All all and they're all for it. Yeah, yeah. You just get obviously your cosmetic blues and your cosmetic yeah. reds, don't you? On Twitter, you just absolutely love it. But it isn't, and it, do you know what? Though I do think, as you say, I think anyone who's like a genuine, like kind of supporter, I don't think. I mean it in the sense. 
don't think they're asked. No, yeah. I mean, even Evertonians, obviously, it's good for you to get a new ground. Yeah, yeah. But, but at the same time, I think you should rather have a, a boss team. 100%, yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, know, you, look, you can either swap your ground for, for getting in the Champions League and get, winning an FA Cup. A lot of, I think a lot of them are go, wow, I fancy that, you know, yeah. being in the Champions League and winning an FA Cup. Yeah, a million percent. So, yeah, but yeah, I, don't, I think it's good. I think it'll be good. And I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. If, if it does all kind of, you know, get the go-ahead, I'm looking forward to seeing it getting, getting yeah, done. Yeah. yeah. And then, obviously, our season. What do you think of our season this this time round? Um, well, I think I I actually do think for all the things that have happened, and I don't just mean for us. I mean with regards to like you know a whole season of basically no fans mm. and VAR being you know a, a disruption to most games. It hasn't felt like a real season, like. And I don't know whether with regards to Liverpool, this is because of the injuries as well, but I've not really, when we've been beat, oh, sorry, when we've won, I haven't really been as buzzing. And when we've been beat, I haven't really yeah. been as good. Yeah. And for them reasons, I'm like, that, that's not how footy should be. I am looking at it as a bit of a, I mean, look, we, we could still, I, I, I think it's still a big ask, but we could still do something in the Champions League. But I don't feel like I would. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But in the quarterfinals of the Champions League, got a, not a bad draw, really, in Real Madrid. I don't think... They got the best draw, really, didn't we? Possibly. Or, or who, who got Porto? Chelsea. Chelsea, got yeah, Chelsea. So, you know, that's probably the best out of them. But, like, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. I just feel like the whole thing's been a bit of a mad season and it's not really felt real. Yeah, yeah I agree. I mean, even tuning in, I love watching footy, but even tuning into all the games, like, you know, the North London derby, I'm just watching it like... Yeah, it's like watching. Do you all feel like training games? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I I hate the internationals and I hate when it's international break. But this time around, I've just been like, I'm not really. Not asked. I don't really miss it that no. much. And as yeah. you said, that's just because the season hasn't been as good. But I'm not usually one of them fans anyway. When we've had bad seasons, I still love the footy. But as you said, with yeah, but you're not the AR and all that. Out of it, and and Joe, you know, when you look at like um the the other thing that I do think has played a part is the teams that you know, benefit from the fans. So, you know, teams that will, you know, that will use the kind of, you know, Liverpool probably being the best example, you know, when we get a big game and, you know, everyone's up for it, it, it there's no there's no arguing that the fans have an impact on, yeah, on the, yeah, yeah. of our team and the opposition. Yeah. So, to not have that, I feel that's where we've actually dwindled down in terms of the, the our intensity. Yeah, because I've done, I done a podcast the other day and it was a perfect one. Had we had fans in the stadium, we there's absolutely no chance we'd lost six games in a row. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. No, it's not happening. No. Yeah. It's not happening. I think the fear factor of like Anfield is such a fortress in a place you are petrified to go. Yeah, without the fans, it's like go ahead, yeah. we'll have it. Yeah, like this, dar- this derby, I was like, hundred yeah, percent, we are yeah. going to win. If there was yeah, fans, yeah. I'd be like, oh, not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's it. That's what I mean. So I think it has affected, and I think it's affected others in a positive way. I actually yeah. think there's teams who have benefited from no kind of pressure, pressure yeah, from yeah. the fans. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, we'll look at it this way. The fans has had an impact because I might, I might have got this wrong, but I don't think I have. There's been more, there's been more away wins this season already than any other Premier League season. Wow. And and 
there's been more points won away from home this season than at home. I believe that, yeah, because yeah. Everton's record home is shocking. Really, yeah. Our away yeah. record is like, I think we're like second in the league oh, yeah. for the away. So having, just that, that, just that alone is the biggest gauge. Yeah. If you can have more points being win, won away from home than at home, that says volumes about yeah, being no fans. Definitely, yeah. Last question. Who do you think gets top four? Um, I ruled us out a, a few weeks ago, but maybe it's just a, a hope now that you know that Chelsea can drop points. Um, because I think that's the, what's the top four at the minute. So it's City, United, uh, Leicester, and Chelsea. Yeah, West Ham fifth. I don't. I do think there's a still. We could still do. I don't know. I don't, I, at the minute. You'd probably be you. It'd probably be fair to say that maybe the top four. Yeah. That top four. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea on a nice little run. He's turned it round under them, and he, he seems to have a little bit more consistency to stop, you know, stop conceding goals. But yeah. I, I don't know. I, I still think there's a few games to go where you know stuff can happen. Do you know what I mean? So maybe I'm just being hopeful, but I think it'd be I think it'd be reasonable to say that that's probably going to be the top four. Like. Yeah, I agree. Do you think we win the Champions League? Again, I just hope. I, I think the way that we've had, the, you know, the season's gone, you know, panned out for us and maybe just hoping for a, just a little bit of madness at the end of the season where you go, like, how mad was that to, to turn out that way? Do you know what yeah. I mean? After the season bad. Because I do think, you know, it, it, it's been absolutely... If, what what could go wrong has gone wrong for us this season. You know, as I said, I said on another one between the injuries, between you know, obviously, obviously, sadly, you know, Klopp's mum passing away, then then Allison's dad. It's like every little thing seems to have, you know, this this effect that's been, I think, quite or a lot more psychological than you know most fans had even taken into account. Like them two passings as well, you know, that them specifically, like that's going to have a massive bearing on oh, kind yeah. of the. Just the mood in the, within the, within the squad and whatnot, and and someone said and it was it was bang on, you know in that period of time when I think Klopp's mum had died, he seemed really low and like yeah. really kind of agitated, frustrated, kind of lack of energy, and I think mm. that literally and and it is it is obviously you're a, you're a mirror you're a mirror image of the manager. I think that really kind of showed on the pitch. I think we yeah. really looked kind of as I say no energy kind of. Bereft of ideas, and I think that ju- just was a, a kind of a, a reflection of what was being going on, yeah. And and the fact that they took a knock with the injuries we've had, and we were already depleted, I, I just think it's it's been absolutely mental. So, with all that said, yeah, we were going to win the Champions League. So, Ken, thanks very much for your time there. That's the end of episode eight, everyone. With uh, Tommy P, and I'm Jay. Uh, we're back next week, we're going to be doing our own one. And then another special guest in two weeks. Thanks very much. Remember to like, follow, subscribe, all that jazz. You know the script. Get that finger and press like. Adieu.